Patrick, I think you got more muscly overnight. <laughs> I think it's just the way I'm sitting. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Sorry, I'm, I'm the timer. Ash. Oh, dang distracted. it, Ash. I'm never certain if you're just lagging. <laughs> I'm lagging in real life is what I'm doing. I was actually doing in earnest my thing. Like I've been doing bits, I feel like, lately on it. Yeah, And you stepped true. all over it. I'm sorry. I think I did. Pat, maybe I you it. should say your name second because we always step all over you. Like we That's just true. we can't keep the the jokes in long enough for four people to say <laughs> their names. Yeah. Or should so I, I go first but still say and I'm Pat? Yes. <laughs> yes, you should. I hope uh, Brett like cuts this into a completely different order, so it's just confusing. Oh, it's getting cut somewhere. <laughs> it's like be like you're like the audio Picasso. <laughs> so we have a guest with us today. We have the co-host of the Inks and Issues podcast, a phenomenal comics podcast oh, that I was recently a guest on. Jonah. Hello. Hello. Welcome. I uh, I am very happy to be here. I Pat and I know each other through, you know, fan communities and stuff. So he was like, hey, if you ever do X-Men uh, Age of Apocalypse, you should totally talk about it with me. And so we did for three whole episodes. I, <laughs> these poor, those poor souls, Jonah and Kieran, I made them slog through a thousand pages of like peak 90s comic schlock mm-hmm. uh like just some of the hokiest stuff i think we're uh, all better people coming out yeah. the other end of that though. i mean <laughs> you're being so nice because we are you're so for your show i made you guys re, you know consume a piece of media content you chose the piece of media content we're going to consume tonight and mm-hmm. it's i am i think it's way better you're, you're being way easier on this i feel like <laughs> He well, could have really like exacted some revenge on you, you know, like I mean, he could have chose yeah. surf ninjas or something. I mean. Okay, you you stop it. That is the you do not talk bad about the greatest movie that was ever put to film. It, to be to be fair, we all enjoyed it a lot more than Legend, which is still oh my, my God, yes. shameful pick of Wait. rewatch. <laughs> yeah, but did you guys know that's what Case yeah, and I did, did at the yeah. live at the live yeah. show for uh, yeah. Yep. It actually convinced me to watch it one time. Oh, did you watch it after the episode? No, not yet. I haven't watched it yet. I'm, yeah. I, I'm convinced I do need to sit down and actually, I've never seen it. Uh, get under the influence. Yeah. Do you have hard alcohol or drugs? Or <laughs> Basically, the, uh, the conclusion I feel at that panel was that everyone should see it one time just to see how weird it is <laughs> and then move on with your mm-hmm. life. Don't do what I did. I watched it six <laughs> times. That's a lot. Why? It's a lot of time. Well, because Tim Curry is like the devil, so it's like six six is like. Oh. And I said I was gonna do it on another show. Like I said I was gonna do it, and (laughs) I'm a man of my word. word. Yeah. How like back to back were these six times? I mean, it was all within like a month. Constant. Oh man. That was like like a couple times a week. Yeah, that's a lot of legend. Yeah. Hmm. No, I made yeah made a joke about it online, and I was like, dang it, now I got to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that means you got to see Tim Curry on screen for like 12 minutes. 
I mean, he could have watched yeah. the show a bunch of times and been much happier. So mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and so he would have about, had a different like, ending, you know, yeah, almost exactly. every time. So <laughs> have, have we actually? Have I got said what our show is that we had you on, Pat? I mean, like, I said the name of it, but yeah, tell us. I'm do it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give, it the, give it the so give, give the, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give you the the pitch because it's a comic book podcast, but it's a book club comic book podcast. So instead Ooh. of it being like, here's the latest comic book news, because I can't keep up with that. I'm I'm an, a dad. I have two small children, and you know, work full time. So it doesn't really work you? out. Yeah, I what know. Are you so doing here, man. Uh, So what I do is uh, we pick a book, and if we have a guest, we let them pick the book, and we read either the full thing, like Age of Apocalypse. But you'll never do that again, uh, (laughs) No, no, no. We do. We do. and uh, Or we pick an arc because, you know, it's like, I want to cover Batman. It's like, okay, well, what thing in the 80-year history of Batman do you want to talk about? So, like, the very first uh, episode, we covered the uh, Batman Year One because it's a big famous, like, restart from... God, I don't even remember when at this point, late 80s. Um, and that's kind of what we do. We just pick one thing and we go through it at like a book club so people can read along at home before they listen or they most from everyone I've talked to, they just listen to it and enjoy us making fun of or praising the comic. Uh, oftentimes we run into ones that aren't as good as we remember, which I'm sure you're familiar with that phenomenon. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, especially when you go back to the 90s or early 2000s was real bad, too, for the uh, the genre of angry white dudes writing comics in early 90s, uh, uh-huh. late well, 90s, early 2000s. It was yeah. real bad for that. They were also I, writing rock and roll, too. It was bad mm-hmm. all around. Sorry, Pat. Mm-hmm. No, I was saying, uh, so especially like in my case when I was on, basically we did the comic book version of our show here because mm-hmm. I that Age of Apocalypse series was something I, uh, young Patrick, loved. You know, junior high Patrick loved, and now adult Patrick reads and says, you dumb little shit. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing that I tried to do with our show is like, you don't have to have an encyclopedic knowledge of comics. It's like we try and pick a variety, superhero stuff, indie comics. Like we've covered um, like Scott Pilgrim, but then we covered his follow up book Seconds, which honestly is a way better book. But most people have never even heard of it. Uh, so a lot of times if I've found one that I liked and uh, Kieran hasn't read, which happens a lot because he was way more into like superhero stuff before we started doing the show, I feel, then it's like, we'll bring, okay, this is a book I thought was cool. And then we kind of do the same thing. Like, let's reread it, see if it actually was good. And yeah. um, honestly, the more like low key stuff like that usually holds up a lot better <laughs> than a lot of the superhero stuff does. Mm. So because it's, you know, it's more personal work generally. So tonight we are watching the first live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1990, as suggested yeah. by Jonah. Yeah. So Jonah, tell us why. Is, so I assume you very much liked this movie as a youth. I've um, never seen it. So there's like a thing about Ninja Turtles where I'm a big fan. I just showed them one of the readily accessible from my desk tiki glasses that I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have the whole set. Uh, 
But basically what happened was I was a kid and Sunday mornings you'd be, you know, it'd be early, you'd be getting ready for church and then you'd flip on the UHF Channel 22. Um, everyone's done this. And then you'd see what <laughs> weird cartoon they were playing. And it was the first couple of episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that they kind of had been shopping around. And it was like maybe four or five episodes, the same ones every week would be, you'd go through yeah. that initial storyline and see it a million times. So I got really into it and then it became this worldwide phenomenon. So it's one of the only times I was like, I was there early. And then my older brother was like, oh, it was a comic first. So I'm like, dang it. I didn't even, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't so, beat him to the punch after all. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy you picked it because for me too, one of my earliest, very firm, clear memories is I was actually still when we were living in uh, Orange County, uh, Los Angeles, you know, near Los Angeles, you lived and in Orange County, uh huh, from eighty-five to ninety, actually, yeah, Whoa, or about, wow. or maybe ninety-one, yeah. Um, so little like preschool, kindergarten, first grade. Um, my best friend at the time, Tyler, almost every weekend would stay over. We'd wake up early. We'd go to IHOP with my dad, come home and watch because that's when the the new uh, the two new episodes of Ninja Turtles every Saturday morning. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, so then uh-huh. this movie came out and I was just like so excited for it. And then there was a uh, tiny movie theater in our in my hometown that uh, would, you know, it's one of those back in the day where it's one movie usually for that week. <laughs> and my best friend and I went and I didn't know this at the time, but apparently his mom had told him he couldn't go because it was too violent. So we got back all hyped because we had just seen the movie and then he was grounded for like a month and we didn't get to hang out. <laughs> uh, oh, <wow. laughs> my, when they came out, my dad went and saw it with the our church's priest to make sure it wasn't too violent for me. Uh, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Isn't no, but, the funny, one but or... they were lax. They let, they let me go see it. I got to see oh, it. That's that's good. Because the, the thing, the one thing I could see, I guess, for my church perspective having more of a problem with because there's not really much violence in it that i'm remembering it's more that there's like uh meditation where there's like spirits involved and stuff and i could see like oh, a church mm-hmm. kid being like oh you're not allowed to watch it because there's magic or whatever but mm-hmm. uh, i mean it was ridiculous i do remember the second one they didn't get to use their weapons at all and there are people out there who try and say the second one's better but they're wrong. It's no, not. It, they, it's amazing how those three, how each one is so exponentially more cartoonish. A cartoon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, this one was based more on the comics because they were, when they were in pre-production, the comics were the source material. Like the cartoon, I don't even know if it was a thing by the time, you know, when they first started scripting this. Uh, it may uh, have that's been, a piece of my was... trivia. Oh, is it? Okay. This oh. movie was originally scripted before the cartoon existed. It that's what thing. I thought. Yeah. And it was going to be more of a direct adaptation of the comics, which are very violent and dark. Yes. Yes. So very much was so. this like, cause I know with the, the cartoon series in some countries, they changed the name and they wouldn't yeah. put ninja in there. They, they had a hero. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So was that the same case with this movie? Nope. Uh, well, I don't know about in other countries. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I know that not only was the branding for the cartoon heroes, but the comics were also branded that way. But they were, I believe the ones I'm thinking of were actually the ones that are adaptations of the cartoon. So I don't even know if the original ones made it over to like Europe and stuff uh, was being censored. Mm-hmm. 
It did, yes. In the UK and Ireland, yeah, it was it was Hero Turtle. Teenage Mutant Hero okay, Turtle. Yeah. Even the movie? Yes, even the movie. Wow. And it was okay. heavily, like, they had to, like, cut it up. And, it, yeah, there's, like, two UK versions, apparently. Wow. Why was that again? Why didn't they, like, the word because ninja, ninja was too violent, I guess? I, hmm. I have heard, and this is probably schoolyard nonsense, but I remember as a kid they said it was because kids would like bring throwing stars to school and stuff and mm. i'm like is that is that a thing i mean yeah, you, <laughs> see, you didn't bring ninja. throwing stars to school cause... no but i did have friends who owned them because there were always those weird knife shops in the mall you remember yep. those that mm. always had throwing yeah. stars and stuff you're just like why, why yeah. does this exist and how did a like 10 year old get a hold of these? and the guy behind the <laughs> counter would like strongly hint like we have these in the case, but they're technically illegal to own. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they yes, always please. have they always have glass sculptures that were in no way um, bongs or crack pipes. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but the other thing that I thought was really cool about this movie, which might be in your facts, was that it was uh, the Henson Creature Shop did the uh, animatronics and stuff. So I w- they have the Pop Culture Museum in Seattle, and I live north of Seattle. About forty minutes or so. They do. So I've really? actually seen, yeah. So I've actually uh-huh. seen some of the costumes and stuff from this movie in person. I mean, they're behind glass, but you could almost touch them. They're right there. Very cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the my point with the Henson thing was, I I had seen something about how he didn't like Jim Henson didn't want to have do it with the movie because it seemed like violent and weird and stuff. And then like I don't remember someone in his family, like a nephew or something. I want to say convinced him, but you might have that in your fun facts. It, I'm, just uh, I'm looking for it. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, this is. Um, it How was. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking for it. It was some like a family member, like a nephew or, or his son or somebody. He didn't want to do it again. Yeah, because of the violence. And there was. Could you imagine any of the other puppetry from that era being used besides Henson? Oh, God. Because it would look so bad. So Sam yeah. and I used to work in Kyoto Brothers warehouse and they had a bunch of Ninja Turtles in box. Is that what, what, what Ninja Turtles they, was that from? Kyoto Brothers did Ninja Turtles live action TV show oh. suits. Oh, oh. Were not what about the concert series? You remember that they did a concert series, I don't remember like a tour. That. They yeah. did a they did a they did a musical concert tour. Yep, I that was like, were they sick? I think, yeah, yeah, it was like coming out of our shells or something like yep. that. It was like that rock. what it yeah. was. They even yeah. went on coming various talk shows, including I believe oh, Oprah. That gift yeah. got real popular. Of yes, weirdness yeah. between uh, the host and the turtles. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, and those versions of the suits. Um, they were something. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The anime. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the movie came out in 1990, and the cast, uh, probably, let's say the the non-turtle star is the character April O'Neil, played by mm-hmm. Judith Hogue, who, she's been in a couple things, some big TV shows you would have uh, heard of, but what really stood out to me as I was kind of scrolling through her IMDb, and I just actually counted because it was a staggering number is she has, and I'm sure there's people that have had more, but she has one of the longest lists of um, most TV series where she did just one episode guest appearance oh, wow. on. <laughs> so I want you to, if, if it was enough that it caught my eye and I counted how many TV shows has she been on only one time for one episode. So I didn't count oh, two episodes or three episodes only where she did so one episode of a TV show. I'm going to say 20. <sighs> 
I know those like a lot. Those lists gets pr- pretty long. I was gonna say gonna, maybe like yeah, go, eighty five or something. Oh man! Whoa! My guess was gonna be eighty six, and now I feel like an idiot. Oh. <laughs> you, you just no, prices right at me. Stick with uh, yeah. eighty six. Well, Brett and Jonah, you shot a little too far, but it's oh, okay. fifty seven. Okay, wow. that's a lot though. And it shows that you've heard of too, like really, really famous sitcoms, dramas, everything. CSI, Law and Order, of course. Weeds, um, <laughs> Who private practice. No, I don't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that stood out to me. So that's uh, she's April O'Neil, and then we have um, Elias Codius is Casey Jones, mm-hmm. who has been in lots of things. Do we all know who he is, or do you mean to say who he is to remind you? I don't know. We need Thin this. Red Line, The Prophecy Shooter. Um, oh. What is he in? He's in. Something right now. She's in those. Uh, he's a cop in all the the Chicago shows: Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med. I didn't even no. know that those were shows. I honestly oh, only know him from this, like because oh, they're like super popular me- mega I'm hits. Sure. They're this, just... It's the same guy, the Dick Wolf guy who did Law and Order. Mm-hmm. So there's three. Yeah, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. My wife loves them. They're they've been going on for going on maybe four or five years now. But uh, they're like really popular. So he's still working. That's good. Yeah. Good for him. No, he's done a ton. And then there are the turtles. So there are two actors for every turtle because there is voice. Is are hot. Really? And the suits. <laughs> and like children. They can't work a full day. You have to like mm-hmm. rotate them out. Oh, I so, thought you were going to go the two kids stacked on a shoulder route with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so too. none of the, uh, the, the, Sadly, the people that did the real the the physical work you wouldn't really recognize their names, but the voices. Uh, the voice of Raphael is Josh Pais, and you that that name's on household. You've seen him in a bunch of things. If you rec- you, you if you looked him up, you'd you've seen him. Uh, Brian Tochi was Leonardo. Uh, Michelangelo was a gentleman named Robbie Wrist, and then voice of Donatello was Corey Feldman. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Notably yep. not back for the sequel. <laughs> no, the only two, uh, uh, Brian Tochi and um, Robbie, no, shoot, I, I know it's Brian Tochi, I think it was Josh maybe, or uh, Raphael were the only two same voices through all three movies. Now, Sam am I wrong? Didn't one of the people from the cartoon do a voice in the movies, but only like maybe the later movie? Like Leonardo or something like that. Like it was only one of them. I'm pretty sure that was the same voice. Possibly definitely threw everyone off as kids, you know, like why do they sound different? (laughs) Of all of these that we've done, this might be the longest, the biggest trivia pages I've found of any of the movies. There's so much. Um, (laughs) But the only other thing on the cast is um, a small appearance by a very young Sam Rockwell. Yes. Yeah, cool. He offers everyone cigarettes As, at some point. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to steal the movie. Yep. <laughs> As as the his character, Head Thug. Head Thug. Uh, Head Thug. Yeah. When they're mm-hmm. in the where they're in the place where it's basically where all the bad kids go in Pinocchio. He's in yeah. that part. So watch yeah, it, it is. So uh, <laughs> what's the name of that? What's the name of that island or, or Never Neverland or something? Town. No, no. Donkey yeah, Town. it's very much that. So do you guys know that also, so the Turtles, the Ninja Turtles was a comic book first, 
Uh, what a lot of people don't know, though, is it was originally created as kind of a spoof on yes. Daredevil, yes. Marvel's Daredevil. What? Whereas, like, it's yeah, a yeah. satire. That's why they're yeah. the foot instead of the That's hand. Why, yeah, and oh. the ooze that gave the turtles their powers is like a is like a satire parody of the toxic waste sludge that gives Dare, blinds Daredevil and gives him his powers. Is that a parody? I thought it was literally the same accident. Yeah, I mean, they, pretty, yeah, they pretty imply much. it's the same chemical at some point, I guess. Oh, like, wow. that's somewhere in the trivia. How In the original that, comics. Like, I feel like you could make the argument that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has surpassed Daredevil in fame. <laughs> Don't you think? Like, as far as, like... Oh, eas- I, mean, I would say easily, yeah. even with the... Yeah, Netflix I'd say show, more people... No I'd say more people, yeah, if you asked them, yeah. And you know why? Know. It's because they... Refused to give him his yellow costume back. Um, <laughs> they just stuck with the yellow, man. He'd have been way up there. I mean, it's the kids thing, right? It's got to be the kids factor, though, because it was such it was such a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. For everyone, like our generation of kids with the it. toys, the shows, everything. The I Love Turtles um, kid. And that sticks with you. And then they just did the, yes. the two other movies. Um, and you think kids are going to be able to, allowed to buy a comic in the 80s called Daredevil? With the Heck satanic no. panic going on yeah. back then, no true, way. Yeah, <laughs> it has devil right in the well, name. But didn't they have? Yeah. Didn't they have all that evil, can evil nonsense? When was that? He was like seventies, sixties, I thought. Yeah, but I could be wrong. All right. Yeah, he was a little <laughs> before my time because I remember yeah. it was like there's a lot of references in to him in stuff I liked, which means he was old enough that the writers of those shows liked him. Ah, okay. Mm. Like The Simpsons has a parody of him. So, do we think this movie did well financially at the box office? I'm going to guess well, So, no. you're saying the comics were out, but the cartoon wasn't? So, it so no, no. Like... So, when the movie actually came out, the cartoons did exist. Oh, that's okay. Why they, so, that's why but, they switched them to the multicolored. They originally... The the movie was made. So, the, so, the comics started. Uh-huh. A movie was being plotted and scripted as early as the early eighties before the cartoons were even being thought of it never, it was like in production, you know, you, I'll tell you Ash, how stuff can happen that can derail production. Yeah. Air Sam and like how, like <laughs> what can happen? Um, my guess is the cartoon, flop. the cartoon came out and then was a huge, huge hit. So they kept going forward with the movie, but they basically definitely tried to tone it down more. Mm. I think it was kin- probably relatively successful. My guess Maybe not is like it's, amazing. It's gonna be like a Princess Bride. It's gonna be not successful in theatrical release, but making mm. more money after. Mm-hmm. Like um, a cult hit. Oh, before mm-hmm. you tell it, me, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna guess it did uh, did pretty well because I, I in my mind I remember the sequel coming out fairly quickly after that. But I'm probably totally wrong on this. So. Uh, at the time, I don't think it holds that record anymore. Highest grossing independent film Whoa. at the wow. box office. At? Uh, 135 million domestic. Okay, that's wow. pretty good for the 80s. From it what's funny thinking of the 90s, best. sorry. And uh, <laughs> from a little known film production, New Line Cinema, they were considered oh. a small independent mm. production company really? at the time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you think about it, if you appeal to children, 
you're making double the money, right? Because the parents have to go yep. and they're buying a ticket yeah. for the kids. And New and Line's kids just don't want to go alone. They've been coasting on that turtle's money ever since. So, well, yeah, New Line <laughs> up until this was just known as like some little small indie that only made like B movies. Mm. And a bunch, all the other major studios passed on this. Yeah, it was made I do independently. That like even Disney passed on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the studio Everybody executive was just it. like, "What's what's this movie? Teenage? Yeah. Oh, we like that. Mutant? Hmm, kind of weird. Ninja? Awesome. <laughs> Turtles? Oh, fucking pass. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. so, so you said pick you, a lane. <laughs> could you imagine if Disney did? Do I was the gonna movie say and go to Disneyland yeah. and there's so, like oh, this Ash, is, don't tease me like that. And I could oh. high five Donatello. But this is 1990 uh. Disney. So so this isn't yeah. the Disney that we know today that's done live action. This is purely yeah. traditionally animated Disney. So was it pitched mm-hmm. to Disney feature or yeah. was it pitched to like Buena Vista films? Miramax or whatever? Miramax. Was it? Like Miramax yeah. would be for yeah. older audiences. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so I'm curious because if they were considering yeah. doing or were considered to do like a 2D animated Ninja Turtles... Oh, dude, there's no way that could have been good. Toontown could have been Turtles Town. It could have. Oh, stop it, Brad. <laughs> oh, were they like built like you, like you pretend like you're going into the sewers? Yeah. And they're hideout. Oh, there's they're some right, pizza right, right. with like I mean, weird yeah, pizza, toppings Yeah, like a pizza parlor. Yes. Oh, yeah, come on, guys. Like cereal on it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Toontown's <laughs> always confused me because like that is not a kid's movie. And like. I mean, I loved why? it as a kid. But. Well, sure, but like if you really think about it, it's like it has to do with murder and like Wait, people. Well, are, are you talking about Toontown from Roger Rabbit? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's from. the Disney Toontown is just Toontown because it's got like Mickey's house and Minnie's. There's, no, it's it straight have, up from Roger, yeah, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. There's, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Is it supposed to be? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like a ride and everything. Yeah. And I've always I thought, like, friend, that is so weird. I had a friend who thought the gadget ride was Inspector Gadget, and he couldn't figure out why the theming was so weird. And I had to explain to him what Rescue Rangers was, because he's a few years older than me. Yep. <laughs> so we just went camping with my Russian friend, and uh, we saw a bunch of chipmunks. And she started singing the Rescue Rangers song in Russian. Whoa. And it's freaking hilarious, because apparently... They translated all of their like '90s cartoon shows to Russian. It was a pretty catchy oh, song. Nice. In Russian. Yeah, I can't, I can't sing it for you, but it was catchy. We'll have to see if YouTube has that mm-hmm. to check out later. Oh, by the way, I lied to one thing about the casting. Josh Pius is the voice of Raphael. He's the only one who is also in the suit. Okay, I thought there was okay. one, but I didn't want. Yeah, to. I, I lied about that. And also, all of the uh, people that were in the suits for the um, turtles have cameos in the movie as like other people in the city. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Well, yeah, one of them's the pizza guy at the beginning. Yeah, the guy who yeah, who Michelangelo is buying the pizza from is the is Michael he's buying it from himself. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> clever. I like that. It's my, but uh so have we all seen this? I don't Does think anyone? so. Definitely. I don't know. <laughs> a few times. But it has <laughs> been a while. It's, it's a, a soft while. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I should have seen this, but I don't, I really don't know if I have. I've been like looking up photos trying to figure out if I have seen it, but I don't, I don't think so. Cause 90, it came out in 1990. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like three. Oh, okay. I 
think I saw it at my grandparents' house when we like went to visit them and they lived way up in the mountains and there was nothing else to do. And I was really young at the time and I was like, this is boring. So that's, if I've seen it, that was the only time. See, for me, I've seen so much Turtles content and like much of the live action stuff was bad, but that might've been the TV show. (laughs) The TV show did give us a crossover with Power Rangers, though, so I have what? to give it a little bit of credit. I didn't oh. know that. I did watch Power Rangers. I watched the yeah. crap out of Power Rangers. It's not Mighty Morphin. It's one of the later Rangers shows. Mm. But uh, it's something I didn't know existed until much later when the internet, you know, GIFs became such a prevalent thing that I was like, why is there a GIF of the Power Rangers and the Ninja Turtles, like, high-fiving? And is this real? And where can I watch it? <laughs> <laughs> Were the, did the Turtles uh, masquerade as the Green Ranger? Uh, no, they. it was weirdly something like the... They knew of each other, but it was, like, implied that one of them was... Like, they knew the Power Rangers because they had seen them on TV, but the Ninja Turtles are just, like, a known quantity that everyone knows exists for real. It was, like, a really yeah. weird setup, too. <laughs> so they, they were fans of each other's groups. So that it's a strange show, and I've only seen that episode. <laughs> and it, it <laughs> <laughs> So let's do uh, the uh, animatronics on their faces in that one kind of horrified me. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do predictions. So, Johnny, you want to go first? As a guess, what do you? I'm how long has pre- it been since you've seen this? <laughs> uh, it's been probably six or seven years. So uh, I think I watched it once with my kids when they were actual babies, just because I like threw it on in the background. So I wasn't paying super close attention or anything. So I'm going to. You were predict- trying to ingrain it early. Right, of course. <laughs> uh, every every once in a while, you got to put on a show for yourself and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to say people that have not seen it yet are probably going to hate it. <laughs> and so, people like uh, me that grew up with it are probably going to have the nostalgia for it that makes it like still really fun. Ash, Sam, who's most excited? I guess I'll go. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I, I don't think I've seen this because I was just like Googling April from the movie and... I definitely don't remember that hair, and I feel like I would have remembered <laughs> that hair. Um, it's pretty horrible. Uh, yes, it's, it's I, very big. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to go with what you were saying, that I feel like most likely I'm going to feel this is very dated. <laughs> but, you know, I was I was honestly most worried about the suits, but now mm-hmm. hearing that the like Jim Hansen did them, yeah. I'm a little more optimistic. So it's probably going to be the only thing that holds up is the suits. <laughs> yeah. So it, like I just inst- I just watched like Tank Girl not that long ago, and like the suits in that to me didn't hold up, and I felt like were really horrible. So it's interesting. Like it'll be interesting to see if these feel more. Real. Oh, like the weird mutant kangaroo things? Yeah. Which one of them is iced tea? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> totally. I'm not aware of that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a thing. So, yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect, but I guess I have a little bit higher expectations now that I know it's Jim Hansen. 
I don't know, guys. I think it's going to be creepy and weird. I think <laughs> just putting it all out. I mean, I all think all the cards on the table. I think like bottom bottom of the list would be like the live action Super Mario Brothers in terms of like bad oh, and God. creepy. And I How does that have real fans? I don't I don't uh, that baffles I, they're, me to this day. I, they're ironic. They've got to be because no, there are people I know of that are not ironic fans. I they might actually be believe it's good. <laughs> How long has it been since you've seen it? It's been over a decade. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um <laughs> I don't know what would be at the top of that gradient, but I'm going to guess this lands somewhere in the middle. So, like, appreciable, not great, but not, like, god-awful. And I'm just, I'm just banking on there being a banging, like, Sound, electronic soundtrack? soundtrack. Yeah. You're expecting, like, a Ghostbusters? Yeah. Mm. Nah, you ain't getting There is that. definitely nice. a non-Vanilla Ice rap song on the end credits. Yep. Yes. Turtle Power. Yes. And it is the better song because Go Ninja <laughs> oh, is no. terrible. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I remember that song. Maybe I have seen this movie. Well, no, Go it's Ninja's not the, the Go Ninja song. It's not oh. the Vanilla Ice one. It That's in the second Vanilla one. Ice. He doesn't show up and be like, "Look at me dancing." And guys. have a whole perfectly choreographed, yeah, on the spot. No, it's a uh, better song. Jonah's "Look at Me Dancing" is for the listeners. He was just wildly undulating into the webcam. And if you watch the, if you go back and watch that scene from Ninja Turtles 2, I'm not exaggerating it, how stupid he looks dancing in that. Aw, now I want to see it. Stupid good. (laughs) Hey, I loved Vanilla Ice as a kid, and he does not hold up as a person or as an artist. (laughs) No, he does not. Uh, You mean Rob Van Winkle? Yes. I do. Wait, is that his name? Brett? Oh, dear. Yes, that is his name. Good so, thing he changed it. I mean, Vanilla Ice isn't great, but like wait, that you know other that one is worse. He, do you know he's like one of the most like prominent house flippers in the country? Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yes. That's how he makes that, his money. I was gonna say, is that how he avoided bankruptcy? Unlike yeah. all the other guys from that era, that is so, it's so like, vanilla. Every time you see like one of those those posters, like we pay cash for shitty homes, it's really it's him. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you haven't seen Cool as Ice, which came out after his oh. popularity had pretty much evaporated, it is quite the movie. And there's even a riff tracks for it. So if you yes. want to see it with the jokes already added, it's worth reality it. TV <laughs> show oh my God, he had a reality show about flipping houses. houses. Oh my wow. God. The Vanilla wow. Ice Project. Uh, Wait, Project? Oh, no. Is it like a nice charity sort of thing? It came out like nine years ago. Oh. He's been doing this a long time. Wait, it's hmm. still happening? Uh, this is important. We need to find out. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, season 9, episode 4 came out. It's scheduled to come out August 17th, 2019. Season so nine? we're having a watch party for Absolutely. that, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> wow. Season 9 just started. I was wow. going to say they could bring back Extreme Makeover Home edition and uh, just season replace tie. You know? Ice edition. <laughs> Ice season. edition. Yes. Listen. Oh man, season nine, episode one was aired on July twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Wow. So just like Wait, a week what ago. What's called again? The Vanilla Ice, Ice Project, and the title of the episode is "Kicking Hot Pink to the Curb." <laughs> what? Where? 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 Where is a good question? Yeah, where? Uh, what network? Oh, All right, hold you on. You can watch it on. This Amazon is what the show Prime, is now. Sorry, Jonah. iTunes, <laughs> like, Google Play, and Vudu. 
You're welcome. Wow. Who knew? Can't wait. And the second Google image search of him, it's him in a house with a bowling alley with Ninja Bowl on a flat screen above the bowling alley in the Ninja Turtles font. Fun. Oh, boy. Speaking of which, how did we get from Ninja Turtles to... He did the song. He did the song. Because he's in the second movie and he does a... Not even this movie. uh, Gotcha. No. No. So, yeah, we can stop it. Whoever's putting (laughs) vanilla ice pictures in the chat, stop it right now. Um, I think we're missing predictions from a few people. As oh, we yeah. got derailed, I derailed uh, the podcast. I'm sorry, Brett. Did you say your prediction? No. <laughs> so I think uh, this is gonna for me. This is gonna be a like the good place, like heaven or hell scoring system of <laughs> of tropes that I love and hate, and it'll be on the positive side, uh, like jokes about Daredevil and like any surfer bro lingo. Uh, and like cool ninja fighting, and on the downside, I believe there's like my least favorite 1980s everything is trash meme, uh, where just every set is just gonna look like a fucking mess, even if they're not in the oh, sewer. Oh yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. And definitely look forward to that. Because probably I know that's a thing. Terrible fight <laughs> choreography. What about the possibility uh, of there being just a terrifying, nightmare-inducing human rat thing? It, well, oh, that is definitely happening. You do not talk so negatively about Master Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd say the other thing, by the way, the other is uh, it's not. I'd say mildly problematic is they have multiple uh, white dudes doing thick Japanese accents. Oh boy, voiceover uh, work. Oh, 1990. Yeah. Oh, that is definitely a thing I forgot. So I apologize. Yeah, in they have an actual Japanese gentleman playing Shredder, but yeah. he's dubbed. It's not his voice. It's a white guy oh, doing a Japanese no. accent over. Wow, I never yeah. knew that. Damn it, you were so close. 1990. That's so shitty. Well, like why? What? Yeah, well, I feel like that maybe is worse. Is like you actually you. You got the yep. actor, but they you have dubbed over him. James Saito is Shre- the Shredder. He actually had. And then right below okay. him on IMDb is David McCarran, the Shredder. The whitest Hirokusaki name we voice. could come up with. It was their, their actor had a perfect English accent, and they just Do- didn't. Oh, no, no. I remember. I looked this up. up. I mean, he's white, but he was born in Japan, David McCarran. <laughs> Oh, wow. that is McCher- McCarran. not helpful. Please tell, me he's, <laughs> please tell me he's not doing like a Japanese accent. Oh, a very heavy way. Japanese. Oh, of course so. he is. Yeah. Really? So thick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, this hurts. Oh. But yeah. Oh, so you haven't even. Oh no, I forgot. I'm sorry. That. I totally missed this. The voice of Splinter. It, it's not a white gentleman. It is an African American gentleman. But he's also doing a very thick Japanese accent. And it's also Kevin Clash, the infamous it's voice also of Elmo. Elmo. Yeah. Oh, Elmo. Wait. Oh. The one who had like the you're issues. Just gonna be like, just kidding. Is that real? <laughs> no. Nope. Sorry. It's Elmo. Yeah. It's wow. really yeah, Elmo? It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, same guy. Yeah. Okay. This is, I've really put myself in a hole here because my prediction is that while this isn't going to, we're not going to come back saying, guys, it's, good. it's Citizen Kane, Surf Ninjas, <laughs> and Ninja Turtles are the top three best movies of all time. Because uh-huh. um, those first two are given. So, but what I am going to say is, despite the uncomfortableness that I had to make sure I, I didn't want to forget to call out, but despite that, it, this is going to be better than you all think. Okay. Mm. I sure okay. hope so, because I do love the Ninja Turtles. Like, I read the new comics I by I think it's IDW going to hold up better than you think. Yeah. I think it's going to be more entertaining. I think you'll actually, there's some emotional moments I think you're going to care about. Mm. And I think 
those of us that have seen it before or fans of it that are being um, maybe a little skeptical are possibly conflating some of the ridiculous hackiness of the second and third movie. That could totally be the case. Because this one takes itself much more seriously than the other two do. You only have yourself to blame. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I will take, I will, I will bear that weight if I'm wrong. But I think it's, here's what I'm saying. You all have your predictions. I think it is going to be better than you think it is. Not like it's going to be phenomenal, but better than you think it is going to be. Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're holding you to it and you owe us all beers yeah. if you're wrong. I look forward to your scorn and derision. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to pause the show and go watch okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we'll see when we get back. On the half shell, they're the heroes for in this day and age. Who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with mugging and mysterious. All police and detectives are furious. There we go. Wow. <laughs> All right. Mike dropped. That, that was, was actually better than recorded. Yeah. 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 <laughs> better than the actual song. Hey, how dare you all? <laughs> I think we found our rapper. I still like tingly from that experience. Wow. Can I just say, I will say to start it off, that I was very impressed by the suits. Yes. They yeah. definitely hold up, and they are definitely way better than the Tank Girl ones. <laughs> they were quite <laughs> good. Uh, yeah. Con- controversial opinion. Uh-huh. It was all quite good. <laughs> <laughs> we're, jumping, <laughs> we're jumping straight to the end. <laughs> I couldn't hold yes. it. We've been talking for like 20 minutes waiting for everyone to be ready, and I just like yes. keep it in. I yep. will agree, except for the fucking yeah. lighting and cinematography uh, in this movie. Like, did they just decide not to use a key light in this film? <laughs> and like, did they decide Especially to underexpose by two stops on everything? Because like, the my flashbacks God, were so weirdly so shot too. Dark. Everything <laughs> yeah. was so dark. It yeah. was like. They exposed for the highlight that they the hair light and like everything else so, was under. <laughs> I think I think though that this might be suffering from the battle, battle of Winterfell problem, which is that it was yeah. shot on film and it looked probably way better on film and you know compression and distribution compression just completely destroyed it. Uh, yeah. But the- like people have been shooting on film. Listen, the Battle of Winterfield thing, that aside, because that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other thing well, that I can rant about. But like people have been shooting on film for a long time and they you know, they would know how much light they would need to use. They'd be using light meters. Like this felt intentionally done to underexpose and make it feel very I dark. Mean, Patrick I think you're gave right. us the answer in the first half. Which is New Line was like a tiny little B studio. Yeah. They probably thought mm -hmm. it looked fine. They exposed the film and were like, shit, that's too dark, but it's too late now. Right. No budget for reshoots on that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually Uh, wondering because I remember this being dark, like thinking back. I'm like, no, I remember not only the normal movie being dark, but the flashbacks being almost too dark to see what's happening. Yeah. And like oh, that yeah. graininess, which I'm uh-huh. sure the versions you watched had too. 
Like, I remember it having that. Like, is that an intentional effect? Were they doing that on purpose for the flashback? I don't know. But it was weird and kind of took you out of the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's possible that they chose, like, a specific film stock for the flashbacks Mm -hmm. to make it look even more grainy, you know? Like, but I'm curious, like, who this cinematographer is. And what else they have done? <laughs> what else have they done? Roger Deakins. No. It's not it's Roger just... Deakins. That'd be hilarious, though. I I think I don't know that that added to its charm. It was incredibly hard to see, but I just rolled with it. The one thing I really, really wish they had done better, and I feel like it would have elevated the film a lot, would have been a better soundtrack. Oh my god! Like, yeah, was it just one guy yeah. with a Casio keyboard? Probably the <laughs> the fight scene music was not. That's the only thing that kind of took me out of it. I was in such a nostalgia overload and had a big smile the whole time. Except, especially the fight in the antique at April's apartment in an antique yep. store or whatever. It, the music was comically like cartoonish. Oh, yes. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that one in particular stood out to me, there's, and I never noticed it before. There's definitely stuff that I wonder if they heightened since the by the time it came out, the cartoon was popular. So it's mm. like the edit in the editing and stuff, if they purposely made like wacky sound effects and music in certain yeah, parts, because possibly there was definitely some like weird, you know, like slide whistle level goofy sound effects at a few points in the movie. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. We were watching it and like, it was like, this could not have been the best song to put here. Like, no. and there, so no. there was the really ultra cartoony soundtrack for the fight in April's apartment. And then the fight at the end had like the most boring, no frills, like classic, just boring song. Yeah, like ambient mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. Casio keyboard noise in the yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah, they had just so like I, the I, repeating like shitty like. Dun, 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 yeah. yeah. Dun, dun. Like what the fuck? So I looked it up and that cinematographer, I'm actually shocked. He shot Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, wow. Aww. So he does. Uh, so that guy is three for three He's on a fuzzy. masterpieces. <laughs> you know, it but, probably uh, was just a directorial decision. I yeah, will say, though, since me you wonder. mentioned the lighting, like when they're outside in daylight, mm-hmm. it actually really showed how good the suits looked. Yeah. Because no, mm-hmm. most of the time you're like, do they look good or is it just so much shadow that it's yeah. tricking me? But then they show them yeah. in full daylight. And you're like, no, they actually did a really good job. And I'm yeah. shocked at how well the guys were able to move around in them. Yeah, yeah. Like they were doing like some kicks and real karate and, kicks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you could, I mean, you could make the argument that like, that it was underexposed or that it was film, but like looking at the lighting, like I'm not kidding when I said they're not using a key light. <laughs> like in several of maybe the that's scenes, why there's the suits no looked key good. light. Maybe, <laughs> but like you said, in daylight they looked fantastic. So like I don't know why they felt like if they were trying to cover it. I but mean, anyway, they they just they tried to do what uh, Nolan did for Batman, make it dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, the turtles have gone through the opposite. It started super dark and has only gotten lighter from there. <laughs> so speaking of like the darkness, the director, Steve Barron, according to Josh uh, Pais, and I hope I apologize if I'm butchering that. He was the voice. Pa-ya-ya. He's Raphael. <laughs> P-A-I-S. Uh, or Josh Pays. He claims that 
towards the near the very end of production, Steve Barron, the director, was fired. Dang, because they're afraid he was going to make it too dark. Mm, like I think content go. wise, too dark. So there is like an unmade version of this. I guess that has a much darker ending. Which... Well, it definitely well, had like that the inverse bell curve of like I feel like the movie started out super goofy and then they had that very very long like training session in the middle where it's like time to get deep and center yourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) like oh where did this come from (laughs) and then like straight back to goofball mode once they got back into town yeah but it did have a very dark ending guys yeah Uh, oh yeah Casey Jones Casey Jones is a murderer yes Like what the I put fuck? that in my I'm like, notes. Brutal. <laughs> oh, that is a, a hard way out, man. Yeah, that was the second guy they killed though, because they electrocuted that guy in April's house too. Well, he he hit the electrical line I think with his. He axe. electrocuted himself. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like oh, the flashback scenes when they were like little was shot in Super Eight. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's why it's so grainy yeah. because that's like you know. It was the rest of the film shot on 35. The look of memories. It was a good effect. <laughs> I liked it. And like as creepy as Tiny Splinter was, he moved so well. Dude, he was so, so freaking well. good. Yeah. yeah and I of was course, like, I can't believe this isn't CG right now because like it's so expressive. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> breaking my heart right now. Um, so it's so expressive because it's Brian Henson. So this mm. is Jim Henson's son, puppeteering. Well, I know. Yeah. And he's a freaking genius. Like he's an animator core, like to his core. And just sold all of those puppets. And I would argue yeah. like <clears throat> gave a more expressive performance than most CG. Like now oh, they'll totally. put an actor in a suit I and mean, then roto it. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have the same emotion. It's the campfire scene. If you're not crying, you have no soul. <laughs> like Michelangelo's got the one tear coming yeah. down, and like yeah. Raph and Leo are holding hands, and like, come on. I just mean it's like so the good. the movement capabilities yeah. of the yeah. small rat were so impressive. That's mm-hmm. what, you know, yeah. But the yeah. big rat, sorry, Splinter. Yeah, the big Splinter. <laughs> the big rat. rat. Yeah, it's not rat. offensive, right? Yeah. Uh, his face, you are so right, yeah. Sam. Like his face was so expressive. It reminded me of Spencer's so, face. Like when you like, so that wasn't a suit. Dog look. Yeah, there was nobody in that. That was an actual. That was a full-on puppet that took yeah. three people to operate. What? That's why it probably could get really animatronic with yeah. the face because there was well, nobody in there. It like makes sense. there's no face under it. it with the snout. But like when you first see him after he's been captured and he's like mm-hmm. his eyes are all goopy. Like when yeah. an animal's been mistreated and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like those effects were surprisingly good still like i thought it looked really like you can tell immediately like okay this guy has been having a hard day like they didn't Mm -hmm. i I mean how else do you make a puppet look beat up i don't know (laughs) it's a tricky one they're masters of their craft and yeah for sure the turtles when they were in good lighting like you could see they had kind of a subtle but a very like realistic reptile like texture to oh, yeah, their like suits. that dimpled skin mm-hmm. dimpled skin yeah. so it wasn't like perfectly flat and i think that like which, added to why they were so believable because they're not that like shiny yeah. cg look that we're used which to. is sad by like the third movie because they have like they give them like cartoonish freckles right. like oh, dots no. in the third movie mm. and then the the band version is even worse the ones that were oh well it's, it's like they're almost like it's almost like <laughs> oh, they're almost no. like kiss 
crossed with yeah. They have like they're wearing they like star shaped sunglasses and like it oh, sparkly and glittery. Oh. It's bad. Oh no. So Again, I realized- like the animatronics in their face was pretty impressive too. Yeah, some of them were a little yeah. wonky. There was like one scene where Brett and I both turned to each other and laughed because like the <laughs> it just didn't work for that scene and they were like, fuck it. They, <laughs> they sometimes seem like they almost have too many points of articulation in their lips yeah. for what they're saying. So it's yeah. like they were overcompensating for being able to make them look mm-hmm. like they're realistically speaking or something. Because uh, occasionally they'd have like a side lip like hang yeah. way down. You're like, like what <laughs> expression is that supposed to be? <laughs> totally. It's it's a Brooklyn expression. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Raph's Brooklyn I, accent. He's the only one that has it. Yeah. Uh, well, Michelangelo's got surfer SoCal dude. surfer. Yep. Yeah. Because, you know, was, right. Uh, the kid from. Oh, my Stand gosh. Ash, you're killing me here. It's okay. Raphael is red. Donatello Michelangelo's is... orange. He's a party no, 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 dude. The actor from Stand by Me. Which yeah, he's Donatello. Voice? Corey Feldman was Donatello. Yeah. Purple. Purple. Oh, okay. With the okay. yeah, he does Donatello is a meaningless word. What's the color? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. The red. only Thank one you. I know is uh, Raphael is red. R R. Ah uh, yes. And he's cool but crude. Also, he gets to say "damn" twice at the beginning that of the is movie. True. And I was oh. very surprised. I'm like, oh, I don't shit. remember this at all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, also, they I loved him. They when I, yeah, do, I thought he was so freaking cool. When they I do was give a nod to <laughs> April's yellow jumpsuit from like the comics yeah. and cartoons with her yellow yeah. raincoat at the beginning. But yeah. I read somewhere that they actually did like a screen test with the jumpsuit, and it looked so stupid that they decided not to. Yeah, put it the in. actress Judith said no. Yeah, yeah, no. she said this looks. And ridiculous. I have to say, when I was a kid and saw this, I was very upset that they yeah. <laughs> didn't make the costume. Yeah. But, okay, there was a way to do it to make her look cool because fucking Kill Bill happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they just didn't try hard enough. I think that it <laughs> suffers from the problem that we only now in the last, like, since the MCU have gotten over and that's making the characters look like they're supposed to. Because even the X-Men movies were like, black spandex, nothing else. Well, they, and they made a joke about it in the first <laughs> yeah, X-Men exactly. movie. And by, you know, the time it was first class, they get to f- wear the full-on goofy blue and yellow with the big X's on them and stuff. <laughs> so... It's it's a shame that the only TMNT movies now are the terrible CG. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen those. Man. I have not. Yes. I saw the first one, like half watched it, and I turned the second one off. Also, like, aren't they like eight feet tall in that? They're huge, yeah, they're like right? Yeah, they do a ton of... There's a lot of choices made. Yeah, there's a, they're supposed to be like four and a half feet tall in the comics or something. They're super yeah. short. And so I was, well, turtles, I was yeah, uh, like, very happy that when they're standing next to April, she's significantly taller than them, which yeah. I thought was cool. They actually cast for these mm-hmm. giant costumes having to be shorter than the other actors. Or at least they shot around it well enough that you, you're tricked into thinking so. Yeah. Yeah. Did Shredder have... An army of just young child boys in the comics. <laughs> Not that I've read. Um, I have. I mean, I haven't read like the all of the original run or anything like that. Just a few here and there that my brother had. But uh, pretty sure they were all just ninjas that came with him over to the yeah, states. I don't, I don't remember, remember that ever being a plot a line. I just random. They're just kids. <laughs> yeah. Because his introduction in this where they start playing like the evil dude music. It's like you're uh-huh. in an arcade. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I thought you know. I'm glad you brought arcade. that up because, like, I 
I kept thinking when I was watching this movie that it has like a lot of Peter Pan vibes going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the oh, boys yeah. feel like the last boys and then April feels very much like Wendy, like taking care of the turtles and Or like Brett said Pinocchio. Pinocchio is what Oh I yeah. Did yeah. I say that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I said in the that. beginning. <laughs> oh, you oh, said yeah, that Jonas said that. Sorry. He said that during the movie. I couldn't remember what was Jonas said that at the first half. Sorry. Hey, Brett, don't you try to steal Jonah's tidbit? <laughs> How dare you? I think I just shouted yeah. Donkey Island because I don't you know what it's called. That's yeah. right. Well, and also, there's definitely not in the cartoon because in the cartoon, the Foot Clan ninjas are actually robots. Right. So that, that way you can show them getting really beaten up. Yes. And like That's how they got around up. using weapons. There's no the blood. Cartoon. So they're, ro- they're like androids. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they could hack them up and just show like circuitry flying. That so would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked that because every time one of the little like posse people got they hurt, don't use their weapons. I was like it's a kid. They have giant knives and they don't use them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they yeah. were very clear about that. They were all just kids. Like it, yeah. it wasn't like kid thief army and then separate ninjas. They were like, no, look, we're training the kids to be ninjas too. Yeah. So like every time they got hurt, you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, so Tatsu was the name of uh, Shredder's like number two. Mm-hmm. Grumpy Gruss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the actual villain. The scene where he's like mad and raging and he beats up one of the the foot in the locker room mm-hmm. was originally written where that, that teenager would be murdered, that he killed them in his Whoa. rage. Dang. Oh, I thought and he was And then they added dead. in like, they, no, they added, no, they added in like the breathing sounds and you hear like 80 yard, like, he's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. It's oh, like the, see, yeah. I I could I couldn't hear it very well, and I thought the guy was like, he's not okay. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Like, oh, it was fuck. like uh, it was like the GI Joe movie him. where Duke gets shot, and they're like, oh no, Duke's in a coma. Uh, he does not get shot. He gets one of the sword. <laughs> oh no, no, you're right. Snake yes. spears in his like shoulder. He gets and his puts heart him in a coma for some snake, reason, and that puts yeah. him in a coma. Yeah, you're right. What? You're right. He doesn't get shot. This it's like much stupid. Jones shit. Yeah, this Cobra. is the la, 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 animated GI Joe movie what? from the eighties cartoon. Oh, the anime. Okay, okay yeah. so this is this isn't the one with the live action. <laughs> no, ice no, no, cast. This is, no, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought this was live action. I was like, this, this is bonkers you, if you've for never live seen action. it. Oh, uh, we should. I should make. I'm gonna make you guys. Oh, know. I, it's gonna be one of my picks. <laughs> For the future, the G.I. Joe animated movie. I have a terribly guilty story about the uh, live action G.I. Joe story. Mm. But Pat, I think it's one that you'll respect me for. Uh, (laughs) So my brother came to visit me in college and I live 20 minutes from Disneyland. And we bought him like a five day Disney pass and we did Disneyland every day from like opening till midnight. And he had to catch a 6 a.m. flight out the next day. Oh, God. Yeah. And we were at Disneyland till midnight, and we both slept through our alarms completely. He missed his flight, and my dad called me asking, like, "Is your has your brother landed yet? I haven't heard from you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, Dad. So then we had to uh, get him on a new flight, and while my dad was waiting for my brother to catch a flight up back home... He went and watched mm-hmm. the uh, G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very bad that I made him wow. watch it. Anyway. Was that the one where we had to like have my mom call the airline yep. because she's mm-hmm. scary? Yeah. <laughs> Your mom is Moms scary. are good. At yeah, they they weren't yeah. they weren't gonna let them change the flight, and she's like, I don't know, remember what she said, but she just got on the phone and yelled at them, and then we got them on the next yeah. flight. <laughs> there are people who have that like special ability mm-hmm. to like get on the phone with like a customer service rep and they will get 
what they're asking for. They yep, like it's Brett's a mom. talent. Mm-hmm. The only Does she thing- still listen to the podcast? Are Are you going to get in trouble for that one? <laughs> no, she'd be proud of it. I feel she, like it's a compliment. Yeah, she did us good. I, she saved me a hundred bucks when I was broken in college. And- you have a valuable skill, Brett's mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we respect mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we? Uh, speaking of valuable skills, can we talk about the awesome nunchuck standoff scene? Because that was yes, we amazing. Mm-hmm. It was very Indiana brilliant. Jones. <laughs> That's true. I love how like the music kicks in for was it Lee Leonardo? I can't remember. Michelangelo. The orange Thank one. you. <laughs> Michelangelo is the nunchucker. I knew you'd know. Just call them yeah. by their colors. Oh, come on now. I can't do that I can't, in good conscience. I can't even, no, that's... You know, I have a serious problem with the fact that the orange one and the red one's color looks almost the same. It's, it's no, it doesn't. In, you in this movie, that, it you are did. a charlatan. Thank with you, how dark Sam. the movie was, Thank yeah, you. it did. Yeah. No. It's um, so hard to tell. How hard is it? Raphael is red and he's cool but rude. Michelangelo is a party dude. Right. <laughs> yeah, but what color is he? Is he orange? Orange. Okay. How about this? Anytime I reference one of them, I'll say their name, their color, and their weapon. <laughs> okay. Like it's okay. one name. Perfect. <laughs> I'm well, just saying in this movie in particular, it's like so hard to see the difference between the colors. Just the red two. and the yeah, orange. Yeah, I think that's yeah. like a, a film-specific problem, though. Like that's yeah, yeah for sure. Reds are weird. Animated series, it's easy to tell. And like mm-hmm. everywhere else I've seen them, it's like, oh yeah, orange and red. So, how do we feel about Casey Jones as a character? Oh man. Or the acting? Or oh, I was so sad about Casey Jones being a creep in this movie and yeah, also a homophobe I'm, I'm and then cool. a murderer. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Cool yeah the I forgot. Forced massage scene either. Yeah, was that was uncomfortable. So, I guess they filmed a ton more at the farmhouse oh, of like two things. Oh, they filmed a ton more like training stuff with the oh, turtles, wow. more montages, and a ton more um creepy Casey like, Jones scenes. The well, no, them like <laughs> more like back and forth, yeah. like flirty like like hmm. okay, so it wasn't was so I guess flirty. it wouldn't have been so out no, of left field. Yeah. yeah. It, it, no. it felt very random. He just like jerked her into the chair and was like, yeah, yeah. Was like getting a massage. And then now. she was like, I'm happy about this. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No. No lady. I can ever tell you feels that way. Yes. Thank you, Sam. Yes. I I can tell you the guys try to use that move all the fucking time. And let me tell you guys, it's never wanted. No, that sounds horrible. I'm so Mm -mm. sorry. No. Forced massage is not okay. Mm -mm. No. That's weird. Bryce came home at the end of the movie and he was like, why is she so mean to him? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Why does she even like him? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It was it was real bad. It made me sad because is he the Jones, real villain? Uh, <laughs> potentially, yeah. He does murder a guy, uh, mm-hmm. so <laughs> maybe no, he was I mean, the evil all along. Well, no, he doesn't. Also, he uses a Jose Canseco <laughs> bat, and we all know he was up to some shady stuff too. So, <laughs> can you really yeah, who trust the fuck him? Was he spying on on that like building? I think house. he was just looking for crime oh. for like punkers for punkers, as he called them, because yeah. that's a word. That's mm-hmm. a real punkers. word that everyone uses. On mm-hmm. the daily, <laughs> uh, looking for punkers to beat up. So is, is he a character in the comics? Oh yeah, big yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's oh yeah. A and the, and the cartoon the comics, and yeah. much less creepy. And in the new one, in the reboot, he's 
also like a younger dude, like late teens, early 20s, who still lives with his like abusive dad and him and Raphael become friends because they're like, you know, we need to get you out of this bad situation. And he's mm. also taking his rage out on, you know, random thugs. So they, they do a better job. No, them? he does not force <laughs> massage anybody. <laughs> also, good. April's like way like really smart in the book of the comics and is like uh you know an assistant at a lab and stuff and but also has the investigative journalist side too so it's like that wasn't a thing until way later so you know obviously that's not gonna be in the movie from Mm. i don't even want to calculate how long ago 1990 (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i was i thought it was pretty funny with the setup how the monologue at the very beginning of April just talking on the news just kind of kept going on and on. And it was like, you'd think things were going to get better. However, they have not gotten better. In <laughs> fact, they have gotten worse. And then and then it, and then it ended with who you going to call. And I'm like, really? They're, yeah. they're still referencing uh, that in 1990? But they're running around in black ninja outfits in broad daylight. Yes. Yeah. Well, so black ninja outfits that look like they took hand-me-down socks and yes. like sewed like a kitchen sink drainer onto the front of it for their Seriously. eyes. Well, yeah. One of the things with the lighting, like you I were saying, those were so cool, huh? was how the, they, like those were supposed to obscure their eyes, and they did, except for when they didn't, and then they yeah. looked really, really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like the mesh goggle things, if the lighting was a certain way, you could see one of their eyes, and it just instantly less threatening on those guys <laughs> when you yeah. can see that there's just a dude behind the, the mask. The foot did have some inconsistency problems there. Uh, mm. The, the that news report at the beginning where she's yeah talking about like nobody's even noticed their stuff getting stolen nobody's right. seen them and then immediately cut to like the exact opposite version of right. that crime where they just like the lady jump her that's like attacker. hey they stole my tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah also i noticed that um at one point i believe it's Raphael in disguise which Classic Ben Grimm, the thing, disguise of trench coat with hat makes him imperceptible to regular Mm -hmm. people that he's not a giant monster Well, because you know New York, they see so many weird things. But uh, he's just reading a paper where the headline says, it's worse in really big letters, (laughs) which I did appreciate that. Uh, he ro- he did that roll over the taxi. But, and he's like, "What? What was that? Yes. Looked like a turtle in a trench coat." <laughs> yeah. So in the taxi, the passenger that was Raphael. Ah, yeah. oh. the passenger of the taxi. That's cool. That's awesome. That's fun. This movie had a lot then, of really uh, good one-liners too. Like, I bring you a message, and then he slaps her yes. in the face. Yes. Her mouth is so hilarious. So, I remembered that I had seen this as a kid. Because I remember, like, I was instantly brought back to, like, four or five years old playing that scene out with my brother. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we do that with each other. We thought it was the funniest thing. Like, I have it's a message. <laughs> I mean, we definitely, we definitely took jump ropes and pretended we were doing the nunchuck show, you know, showdown uh-huh. scene. So... I'm, I'm oh, there no, with you. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I also really liked the uh, "Why don't I ever dream of Harrison Ford" one-liner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good. It was yeah, so I think good. the human one-liners are funnier than any of the times the turtles are trying to be funny. Because, yes. mm. like the scene where Michelangelo just won't stop doing impressions, I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm with the guys telling you to stop at this point, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, but like, it was kind of charming. Like, I will say. 
one thing this this movie did really well is it really made me like the characters. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked the turtles and I really liked April and there was just something very charming about them. Yeah. And the fact that he was like so bad at these impressions. Right. Some for some reason just like was part of the charm for me. Was she humoring him? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I think so. Okay. Well then it all makes sense. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I think, though, if any one of us found ourselves sitting in our kitchen with an anthropomorphic turtle doing, even yeah. if it's bad, a bad <laughs> Sylvester Stallone impression, you'd be like, this mm-hmm. is so surreal. I'm going to laugh. That's the only reaction I yeah, can do is laugh true. at this because mm-hmm. it's so surreal. Well, and I, I was saying, like, Bryce came home and I was saying, like, I can see how this movie appealed to 90s kids because this feels oh, yeah. so 90s and, like, just. The idea of, like, I could see a kid finding that funny, like, him doing bad impressions, you know? Like, there's some sort of, like, innocent charm to the fact that he doesn't even realize how horrible he is. Right. And the other turtles, (laughs) except for Raphael, are like, yeah, it's so good, right? Right. And they're also constantly making Three Stooges noises, which I totally forgot (laughs) about. yeah. Which kind of makes sense, because they live in a sewer, and they just have, like, a crappy black and white TV. And I remember as a kid, they did play those old shorts on repeat, like... Like all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So they would totally know those. So it worked. That I mean, like as dumb as it was, it kind of worked for me. That is that is definitely <laughs> oh, I mean, a thing I go back to a lot on my show is like, this is really dumb, but I love it because it's also really charming at the same time. And yeah. I think the, I think the that encapsulates this movie for yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, it's comedy gold for a six year old to ten year old. Oh yeah. The, like, oh yeah. Yeah. When they're trying to meditate and they start playing tequila. Yeah. Yeah. The song and they're dancing. Yep. I thought that I mean, I remember, that's just that's so silly. Yes. I think that's it, what makes this movie so charming is like it's embracing its cartooniness and its mm-hmm. childness. It's not, you know, like a typical superhero movie nowadays where everything's ultra serious. And something that Brett and I have been talking about a lot is like we're tired of movies where the mm-hmm. fate of the whole freaking world yeah. is at stake. Mm, like yeah. we know how it's going to end. Like you can't just end with the whole world disappearing. Like we're tired of this. Right. And this movie had like the biggest big thing stake. at stake was a warehouse full of DVD players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Materialistically. Yeah. But like it didn't feel like any less of a movie. It didn't feel like it was mm-hmm. less dramatic. You know, it just I don't know. It was refreshing. And I, I really enjoyed watching it. Well, it's like because I think part of the reason that worked for me was because it's like they're setting up stakes for God knows what Shredder's even trying to do besides build an army Mm -hmm. because he never makes it clear. But they kind of flip the stakes because once Splinter's kidnapped, it doesn't really matter what the other plot was. It's like, okay, that's all we care about is getting Splinter back alive. Mm -hmm. So it kind of takes some of the pressure off them explaining, like, was he trying to take over New York? Is he just trying to raise money? Like, what is he? What is this deal? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like this movie has a lot of themes about father and son, like mm-hmm. over and over again, like these boys who don't have good relationships with their fathers and mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Splinter being the father with the turtles. And like, I think Casey even mentioned something at one point about a dad, but it's, yeah, it, it was like an interesting theme throughout the movie. So when, when he gets kidnapped, it was like, oh, this is what the movie's about. It's about them mm-hmm. saving their dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's nice just to to have a, a movie that's about that too, because we mm-hmm. we just oh, we were just watching some 
action movies the past couple of days. And the it's fast like Fast and the Furious. Uh, yeah, Hob- Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> and the Fast Furious and like, you know, oh, so-and-so's captured, like cut to next scene. We're rescuing them. And like, you know, it's like a small couple minute subplot. Yeah. And like every movie yeah. does that now where it's just like that actually would be like th- the thing like this. They, well, what they did in this movie, like that becomes the main plot, like, you know, because yeah. yeah. you I care about saw, people. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just saw Spider-Man Homecoming and you were talking oh, about yeah. like like the weight of the world and everything. And I found that movie really refreshing because like, number one, he's not good at being Spider-Man, which no. I love <laughs> oh, yeah, because like we need that. Yeah. You know, like I'm tired of seeing the soup. Like, y- you know that, you know, Captain America is going to come in and kick ass. Like, it's boring <laughs> yeah. after yeah. a while. Language. Uh, so I love that he sucked at it. And then it was kind of the same thing where it's like the thing at stake is th- this guy that's just stealing stuff. It's not the whole world. It's just this guy who's like stealing stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, I just liked <laughs> that. You know, it doesn't every story doesn't have to be like. And the whole world is going to be terminated. Yeah. 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 Definitely have fatigue with that. Mm-hmm. With a, like, mm-hmm. what isn't that with big action movies it's, nowadays? I mean, with Marvel, it's been that s- since Avengers 1. And then, like, no right. other movie had small stakes. Mm-hmm. In, unless mm-hmm. it was, like, Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love the Ant Man series, they're some of my favorite. Also, the Thor series. Well, yeah, but he can shrink really small, so it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> So it feels like the world's at stake because he's really small. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Don't. That was bad. I shouldn't. I don't deserve any. Uh, the the fighting oh. in this movie was like the yeah. the fighting choreography. Like, was it you, Patrick, who said that you thought that it wasn't going to be good? I feel like somebody said that they thought it wasn't going to be good. And I was that actually was really impressed. No. I was going to say, there's no way that was Pat. Yeah. <laughs> no. He was so, like, you know, part I predict of why it was you're so all going right? to love this movie and it's going to be your new you know favorite movie. You know one of the stuntmen was in the turtle costumes? Who? So there was the voice actors. There was actors in the costumes for like non-fighting movements. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And there were stunt actors in the costumes that did fighting. Oh. And skateboarding. And you know who yeah. was in one of the costumes that ended up playing has a, a major role in the second movie. Mm. Oh, Ernie Reyes Jr., yes. aka really? star of Surf Ninjas. Wow. Yeah. wow, the main kid, the main teenager. Yeah, he's the only impressive. reason to see the second movie. He's Kino in the second <laughs> one. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. Like, not only was the choreography impressive, because I mean, I've seen some pretty awful. Choreography, like fight choreography, and this was like oh. Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. <laughs> this was like, wow, they really put some thought and care into it. Um, and then I was also really impressed with how well they could move in the suits to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, there's scenes of them like doing like you know kicks and jumps. And- there was one scene that actually made me ask, like, I wonder how they actually did that because it was two of the turtles like rolling over each other and mm-hmm. the camera was following them and oh, they yeah. stop rolling and one of them like leaps up like from their back onto their feet to do some action wow. and I was like, fuck, like those those are some good costumes that they didn't fall apart during that. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure they had a yeah. couple of each, but yeah. Sure. It, they looked great and they moved great and I'm impressed, yeah. guys. Yeah, in the fight scene in the sewers with the they had the skateboarding, like uh-huh. that it was crazy because he's in the suit 
and there's water everywhere. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. somehow skateboarding and hitting a bunch of dudes. And I like how we, the audience, are sitting there like, how the heck did they do this? And then Raphael just pops out and is like, show off, and then like walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, the, I love the line where he's like, oh, we, we should really help them get out of their shells. And he's like, that's too derivative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're constantly. Like they were just, you know, they weren't taking quipping. the movie seriously, and I liked that. It made it really fun. Or too seriously. Too seriously. It, yeah, it had go. a good level of seriousness, which I was surprised at, and I think that came across in kind of the cinematography and then the quality of the costumes. But mm-hmm. it didn't have to be all serious all the time, and it gave us mm-hmm. this fun balance. Yeah, totally. And like this part of the not seriousness of it, I like watching it and like hearing that joke. It's kind of like I think I think it kind of holds up for for today because like so much of the Internet humor now is like millennial nihilism where it's just like Mm -hmm. things are terrible. We're just going to make witty quips. And it's like that is exactly what this Mm -hmm. movie was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are all going to watch the second one now, right? Uh, uh, okay, so what I was gonna say, I'm I totally tempted blank to watch the second, second and third. They're not as good. Uh, what I was I gonna say was, I think it. what they lose from this one to the next one, and then I don't. I've never even seen all of three. That's how bad it is. What? Um, <laughs> oh no! You're is, really selling it. Yeah. Well, the thing that they lose is the serious side. Like they, mm. the the thing that I I think the reason why this movie works for me still is because. They based it starting on the comics, which were really serious. Like there was some really dark scenes in that. Like I, the one of the few I remember reading, which is like traumatizing as a kid, was Leonardo like falling off a roof, and like then a scientist finds him, and you see him like all ripped open, like they're dissecting oh. him, and it ends up being like you know a dream or whatever. But it's like yeah. they show it; oh. it's really visceral yeah. and disgusting. But then, of course, they're not going to go that dark for the movie, thankfully. But they take, like, okay, it can get dark and scary for a kid's movie. I mean, obviously, it's not that scary. But um, then they mix in the humor, and it just kind of balances itself out. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, the second movie, they're like, oh, this is too popular now with kids, so you're not allowed to even have your weapons. It's like, but that's one of the 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 two defining things about each character. Yeah. I'm just so happy that you guys liked it because that made me, I smiled the whole time. I'm like, I really, I, I definitely had that moments of like, am I crazy or is this great? Yeah. Is, is yeah. this so great? Or am I just, is this all it, raw it didn't nostalgia? didn't help that someone at the con, at GeeklyCon, that when we were hanging out was like, oh, you're going to do that movie? Yeah. And then we talk about if it holds up. And he's like, it doesn't. I'm like, oh, okay, no. well, don't oh, yeah, tell I forgot me that. A, I mean, I was half drunk. Like, not to call someone out, but I'm just like, well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I have to just ignore oh, yeah, that. But his that name because... is Rob Swanson. And... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot, Jonah. We played and we played a fun Ninja Turtles game, yeah. board game. At, it's, uh... And Jonah, it's almost like Jonah's like kind of like the the dungeon master, mm-hmm. and there were four oh. of us that were each a turtle. And like you set up different scenarios with different like Foot Clan and villains, and we'd have oh, to like work fun. together to fight. Yeah, it's a, it was almost like fourth edition D and D because you had the board and the miniatures. Right, and there's and like line of sight and all kinds of crazy stuff. But it's a good game. There, it's uh, not that I'm here selling this TMNT game, but if you <laughs> find it, it's uh, Shadows of the Past. I think is the subtitle because there's been so many Speak. games and things from TMNT that it's kind of hard to find the one specific one that you're looking mm-hmm. for. <laughs> Speaking of games, I loved that they used the theme song from this movie. For the arcade console game. 
or not console arcade game. Oh. Turtles in Time. Yeah, oh, Turtles in Time. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite arcade games because it's four players and it's super easy to just have multiple people and it's the same theme song. So yeah. it, that started playing and I was like, yeah, like literally that, the same. Yes. They didn't even have to make it sound more video gamey. No, it sounded very video yeah. gamey. That game, it's one of the few from that era, like Turtles games, that is really really fun. Still, I've actually yeah. played it fairly recently, like within the last year or so, and. Um, it's super fun still to like just get it hop in and throw down and fight a bunch of multicolored foot soldiers because you know you have to differentiate. <laughs> you always just try to like, do the move that would have them, the yeah. so. <laughs> or just try to do the move that throws them at the screen. Yes, yes, that's very good. So when when do Bebop and Rocksteady show up? They don't. They don't in the movies because they of do licensing. You get yeah. Toka and Razor, who are terrible. Toka, characters. Razor. So. Which is the guy with like the dude in his stomach? That's that the one is Krang. Krang. And yeah. if they introduced yeah. Krang, they would have to introduce multidimensional, you know, world yeah. destroying elements that would have probably taken away he, some Krang of the Krang comes from you Dimension liked. X. But he yeah. was in the animated series. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why all the foot soldiers are robots because of gotcha. technology from Dimension X that uh, he's sharing with the Shredder. Oh, yes. All right. The hierarchy in the cartoon is. Krang and Shredder is actually second in command, right. and he has Bebop and Rocksteady, and then they have an army of the foot soldier androids, mm-hmm. and they uh, come through portals to our world. Yeah, got it. Yep, it uh-huh. gets weird. It, it gets even weirder, and then there's it's real even heady stuff. Than turtles doing martial arts. Bebop yeah. and Rocksteady are like a just a, like a jacked Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> yeah. So in the second one, it's Toka and Razor, mm-hmm. and it's a wolf and. How lazy can you get a, a snapping turtle? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Slash is also to be fair, to be fair. Uh, a snapping turtle who gets mutated and is like a giant badass, like evil. I turtle. know, but, but they could have done if they were just gonna make them up, make up non-canon ones. Right. They they have literally the world of animals to choose from. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Shredder was just like, I'll get my own turtle. That'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. They won't know how to fight their own kind. That, that <laughs> sounds like a very, like, Skeletor plot line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, the second one has, again, Kino, who is a pizza delivery boy who is also, like, a 10th degree black belt. Ooh. Yes. Wow. Why? Wow. Because why not? <laughs> Ooh, why speaking not? of gendered things, that is kind of my biggest complaint is there is one woman. In this yeah. whole movie. There was briefly a there, second one. I was going to say, there was minute. one in the arcade area for like two seconds. Oh, and they yeah. killed... They well, killed she's talk, giving like her interview to for yes, oh, yeah. a minute. Yeah. yeah. And they killed the wife. Yeah. Also, like, was she like related to her boss? Because it really, like, their oh, relationship overstepping. felt yeah. really weird. Yes. I was like, is this How your brother or something? Inappropriate. Yeah. Like he just shows up at her house and starts like, yelling at her like in her house. Not wearing a bra. It's like the morning, and I'm yeah. like, "What is happening?" And he keeps bringing and, and, his kid. Like that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like is that is he the is, yeah her cousin and that's her like yeah. nephew or something? Like I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, it was they weird. Both had yeah, red hair. Yeah. So exactly. Was like, are they related? I don't know. They never I make that clear. And he <laughs> yeah. decides. So to- one thing I never picked. 
Oh, he decides ahead, to fire her by leaving a message on her machine. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. Not a professional relationship. No. Well, so it's funny you said that because I was going to bring that one thing I never picked up on. And I had a couple of quick thoughts. I was watching it that I never would have a million years like thought as a kid watching it. But not watching it is first thought was and there's a progression here. Why is the chief of police from New York calling about like petty theft like a teenager doing petty theft (laughs) so what i'm wondering is do you think he cut a deal with Mm -hmm. the boss the news boss where i'm gonna drop these charges i'm just gonna let your kid go and come back to you but you are gonna cut us some slack and Mm -hmm. she didn't and she was so he's like totally that's what happened because then he had the phony screaming and we had a deal so he's like i let your kid go you keep april in line no more like trashing me and my police work 100 percent. and then she yeah. didn't so he's like you better fire her or totally mm-hmm. we'll have charges against your kid or something i wish that they would have made that a little more clear in the plot i was too that, distracted by makes, the turtles <laughs> that would be great it's a great plot line i also thought that the chief of police was maybe like had a deal with the bad guys and that's why he wasn't going after them oh and i was glad that didn't that happen, to though. come through yeah yeah, yeah. I did like the... I do like how in New york he was. <laughs> <laughs> I did like at the end, um, I was worried. I'm like, oh boy, here's where it goes, where she has to beg for her job back. And oh, then they yeah. totally flipped it where he was yeah. like begging her to come back. And I was like, okay, okay, respect. I also like how she calls him a hell of a negotiator. After yeah. That. yeah. That was good. <laughs> Just to put a pin in it. <laughs> uh, that was great. So what did... Did we final do a thoughts. final thoughts? Final here? thoughts? Yeah. Guys, we do okay. final this thoughts. This is garbage. Yeah. I hated it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. You can leave. No. No, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it Sam. off. Sam. This was, this was very good. Okay. Uh, it, I enjoyed it from basically the beginning to the end. And like the parts that were, you know, genuinely entertaining, like that, the, the way better than expected fight choreography and the the quips to the the stuff that was super shitty but like really fun to make fun of like the casio keyboard soundtrack like (laughs) i had a good time watching this movie yeah i i enjoyed it through and through it's so much fun exceeded my expectations uh it's just a fun movie and i love that it's not trying to be more than that and it's perfect mm-hmm. for the most part. <laughs> Patrick is so happy right now. Yay. Yeah, I I totally agree. I had a really fun time. I thought the characters were charming. I was impressed by the, the suits that I think still hold up. Yeah. And uh, impressed by the funny quips. I think there were a lot of really funny jokes in this movie. Um I just, the cinematographer in me was dying the whole time (laughs) and just wanted to throw another fucking light in the scene. But besides that. Ash is like trying to like move her monitor to like. You don't understand. I had to close every blind in my house. I did. Yeah. I did close the blinds in my living room to see it better. It was driving me crazy. And I had to turn (laughs) off all of my lights. I was like, I can't see anything. See, that's why I overlooked it because this movie just like got to the the core of my love of stop motion and puppetry. It was like, this is mm-hmm. for you, Sam. We're mastering this. <laughs> like, it has no other flaws. <laughs> just give them the budget for one more light. Just one more. <laughs> It sounds like, I bet that was a conscious choice, it feels like. Oh, totally. I'm telling you, 
This film was lit without key lights. They are not using key lights. They're just using it, like the ambience room light to light people's faces. And it's just. It's so it seems uh, more real. Did they, you think <laughs> they were trying to mimic the how dark the comics looked? It's Is possible. That maybe yeah, what they were going been, for. It's like, especially knowing that this guy lit Muppet Christmas Carol and Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Like he knows how to light. It's just like, I think it might have been, you know, I think someone said at one point that it might have been a directorial decision to like Mm -hmm. do it dark. And Patrick, didn't you say the director got fired for wanting to be too dark? I think it was referencing, it says dark. I think it was referencing dark tonal content. Yeah, but he tonally might have been trying to match that with. Yeah. I think he was trying to make it like. Gritty. Maybe he wanted to kill um, off uh, Splinter at the end or something crazy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, what I thought. Like <laughs> when he threw the knife, I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit, he's gonna kill Splinter too." Yeah, and that easily mm-hmm. could have been an it's ending. Like, darker than crushing the villain in a trash compactor <laughs> in a yeah. kids movie. That was the happy ending. You should have seen what yeah. he had before. <laughs> <laughs> that was like um, unnecessary. He was like knocked out. The yep. police were coming. Yeah. Well, Casey's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly. But uh, I'm ha- I'm so happy because I enjoy. I smiled the whole time watching it. I was like, ah, simpler times. <laughs> Another kid watching this movie over and over again. And uh, yeah, I was surprised. Honestly, I know I put myself out there the first half, but I was really surprised. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see a lot of similarities with this movie, and I mean it in a good way with Surf Ninja and this movie. Like, I can yep. see... Young Patrick. Oh, there's some, you see why, like, there's definitely yeah. a kind of a vibe to uh-huh. him, aesthetic to like an aesthetic, and of course, like, yeah, they're, they're not the ninja thing necessarily, but like the there's some there's a vibe to him that's mm-hmm. like just that same early '90s kids comedy adventure, fantastical comedy Reyes adventure fan. thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a <laughs> I'm a Ray Bay. <laughs> Well, I'm very happy that everyone seemed to enjoy it because uh, this is a movie that was like really uh, important to me as a kid because obviously I was a huge Turtles fan and still am. Like I, I fell off it for a long time and got back into it in the last few years because of the comics being good and <laughs> having content that's for like uh, less of a like they still have the new show that's for a younger audience, but they actually skew the comics like in that more demographic. I feel like the original stuff was kind of trying to fill. So um, going back and seeing this and feeling like, okay, this is as good as I remember it. Like, I remember loving this movie. It's been a while since I've seen it. And it's like, am I just full on rose colored glasses or is this like actually an okay movie? So I'm glad even the people who had not seen it yet seem to enjoy it. So makes me really happy. Well, thank you. (laughs) I didn't I didn't want to, you know, drop a big stinky turd on an episode if it's uh, (laughs) as a guest and all. But. Um, yeah. For this, if it had been, you know, I still would have made you watch it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the worst movies we watched uh, are ones we've imposed upon ourselves. Yes. I don't think we've had a I guest. So. Yep. 100%. Like, yeah, Boondock Saints. Ones. Boondock Saints. Oh. Like Boondock yeah, Saints. Right. Yeah. I tried. Heather's, yeah. no, well, I have a whole right. list if we ever want to try again. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was asked by Pat, I was just like, 
trying to brainstorm everything. I, well, first of all, I had to pull up the list of all the ones you've already done because I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, OK, that I would have done that. I would have done. I'm like hitting the point. Where I'm like, oh, no. And then Brittany's my wife's just like, go look at our shelf and see. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, thank God I can find some stuff that you haven't already covered that I would want to cover. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, we're getting up yeah. there in the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just had another guest that was like, have you done any of these? And I was like, amazingly, you're the first person to suggest a bunch of movies we haven't done. I can't believe yes. it. Mm-hmm. Well, Jonah, thanks for coming awesome. on. Oh, thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah, do you um, plug, where can oh. people find you, Talk, plug the show again? Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a real Jonah. Um, mm. That's my current one. I used to be Spambot, but... Uh, it was a very old handle, and I also got way too many messages from people that use Telegraph who thought that's how you report spam to Telegraph on oh, Twitter. No. Uh, oh, so weird. figure that one out. And the, <laughs> uh, the show that I do is Inks and Issues, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Inks and Issues. And we're on uh, the Geekly Inc. network, so you can find us over there or just Google it. We're like, you know, we're on there. Um, but yeah, uh, if you like comic stuff, we did cover the first story arc of the IDW TMNT a while ago. So if you're, if you want more turtle content, <laughs> I got you covered. We also covered the much better than you think it would be Batman and TMNT crossover comic that they did there. Uh, they've actually done three, what? well, four of them technically there's, we covered the first one that's like the current run and the current run of Batman style, like crossing over that one. There's now three of, but there's a secret fourth one. That's Batman. The animated series meets the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that one, that one is definitely worth checking out. If you want something that's just fun all the way through, there's a scene where Michelangelo like steals a bat costume and goes on patrol, like with an ill fitting Batman costume on. Yeah. And it's pretty good. (laughs) But does Tom Kenny play a voice? anywhere in it i mean that's not animated so that's a comic comic. book oh oh comic (laughs) i see i see i thought you were saying an animated nickelodeon oh well they did do an animated version recently just came out like a month or two ago of the first more serious version crossover it's a little bit different they changed the plot but most of it's pretty much the same but the thing i really appreciated about that version was the voice of Donatello in that is the same guy who is the voice of Tom Servo in the reboot of Mystery Science Theater. So two of my favorite characters oh. of all time have the same voice. Baron actor. Vaughn. He's yeah, great. Baron Vaughn. Uh, very awesome. funny guy. So check that out, too. I mean, wow. as long as I'm plugging other people's tur- turtle content. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Next. Pat, something about the website. Let's rewatch.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go iTunes. There. Do it. Let's Go to let's Thank you. And you can also check us out on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch on Twitter, where we do fun things like a movie poll or we tweet photos of the movie we're watching, which I forgot to do. Good. Job. I mean, you could still do. I mean, I could don't still know. do it, but yeah. I wouldn't get to say yeah. who was first to answer. So sorry about that. Just just but say, oh, do I don't it. know how to pronounce your name, but good job. Yeah, good job, person. <laughs> and then it's Mitch. Or just say Mitch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like a 50% chance. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> good job, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Come back next time when we watch another toxic sludge-related film. 
contaminated man. Ooh, tasty. I thought you were going to say the toxic crusader. That sounds like it could be a good idea. Yeah.